a different kind of app for your smartphone. The smartphone has become a daily feature of most people's lives. We interact with these advanced devices using a series of pictograms designed specifically for that app. We call these icons and for the majority of us, we install these icons onto our phones through an app store. If you're an iOS user, you'll go to the icon called App Store and you'll be spoiled for choice. If you're an Android user, you'll head off to Google Play, where you'll have lots of apps you can install. Recently, a games company called Epic has been very annoyed with Apple because when you put an app onto the Apple Store, they'll take 30% of the sale. Epic Games, which of course don't want to give up a whole 30% of their revenue, started legal proceedings against Apple, Google and other platforms calling them anti-competitive. Essentially, Epic Games want the right to get their own app store onto everybody's phones. The ultimate goal of which will be to keep that 30% cut that Apple might have otherwise taken. As part of their defence, Apple came forward and said it was possible for Epic Games to get games, a store and any other application they like onto the iPhone or iPad using progressive web apps or PWAs. In a nutshell, Apple are correct. The web is an amazing platform with a massive range of useful apps ready to use. We might not think of them as apps, however. We simply go to the Gmail website or open Google Docs and think of them as websites. We discussed in a previous podcast how Google Chrome pushed the web from a simple delivery system of web pages and downloads to an interactive platform that could do any number of useful things. It has grown to a point now where a whole operating system, Google Chrome OS, has been created to use these online apps, replacing well-known staples such as Microsoft Office and others. In fact, Google Docs is the very word processor I use as my daily driver whenever I write a podcast. But opening up a browser, typing in a web address and going to a web page isn't really a replacement for the Apple Store, is it? There isn't an icon on your screen. You have to remember the web address or open a bookmark. Whereas otherwise, if you installed an app, you could simply tap on it and open it. But this isn't entirely true. There's a hidden feature in web browsers that actually allows you to install websites with an icon and a name onto your Windows desktop, Chromebook, Android, smartphone, iPhone, iPad, and many other internet-enabled smart devices. In Safari on the iPhone, if you go to your favorite website and click on the share button, then tap on add to home screen, an icon and website title will be added along with the rest of your icons. Now you don't have to remember that web address or open up your web browser. You can use your website in the same way as you do with any app. On the Android phone, you open up Google Chrome, go to a website, tap on the three dots and tap add to home page. The same thing will happen. An icon on your home screen is ready to use alongside your other apps. 
These are known as web apps. Web apps have one big drawback. No internet, no app, it's that simple. Web apps have several advantages. First, you can run them on anything that supports a modern web browser. You don't have to worry what kind of device or operating system you are using. You don't have to give up large percentages of profits if you sell services and features on your app. You only need to make your application once. Whereas if you made a normal app known as native apps, you would need to know Java, Swift, C++, Python, or whatever else the language likes the best. With web apps, you only need to know the most popular web languages and write it once in that language and never have to write it again. With web apps, there are no barriers to sharing what you want with your friends. Find a game you like? Is it a web app? Great, just send the link of the site and it doesn't matter if you're on an iPhone or Android device, you'll be able to run it and interact. But there's another kind of app that's becoming more popular. These are progressive web apps. While web apps are basically very highly interactive websites, progressive web apps take the idea a little further. Web apps are based on the three app pillars. They are capable, reliable, and installable. Web apps cover capable and reliable with no problem. As long as you have a great internet connection, you won't experience any issues. Progressive apps add the secret source that is installable. You can tell the difference between a web app and a progressive app by the fact that the latter will run on your phone without an internet connection. Progressive run as a standalone app just as any native apps would. You launch them from your home screen, search for them on your device, and swap between them using task switches. They behave as much like native apps as is possible. You can even uninstall them in the same way you would if you decide you don't like them. You can even uninstall them in the same way if you decide you don't like them. A progressive web app uses something called a service worker. Service workers essentially act as proxy servers that sit between your app and the internet. When the internet is available, the application is updated and information is downloaded as normal. But when you don't have the internet, the data you previously downloaded is kept on your phone. Think of it as a mini web server on your phone that kicks in whenever a live connection is not available. Next time a connection appears, the app goes back to using the live site. The biggest drawback to web apps is that most people simply don't know about them or don't know how to find and use them. Many users don't know how to install these apps onto their phones, even if they do find them. An example of this is the Starbucks app. If you go to app.starbucks.com on any Android phone using Google Chrome, you will be greeted by a message at the bottom of the app asking if you want to install it. This is great because customers immediately recognize what's going on. They know they can install it and access it from their home screen. Apple, on the other hand, don't really play fair. Despite using PWAs as a method for fighting Epic Games' illegal attacks, the reality is they don't support PWAs properly. 
If you go to the same address on Safari on iOS, you will not get the same message. It is common practice for Apple to be behind the times when the web is involved. Their aging Safari browser does not support open source web standards very well. It is part of their super locked down walled garden approach. While they are very keen to use PWAs as a get out of jail free card, they don't really put the work into supporting them that justifies these claims. They either don't care about PWAs or wish to discourage their use. Preventing small features like an install message when visiting a website and failing to solve pain points of the installation and use of this technology may be a way of Apple silently discouraging their use. But the reality is that unless you work for Apple, you'll have no idea what the company thinks or feels about it. Which is a shame because PWAs could break down the walls between the different platforms. You could install the same games, the same apps and enjoy the same user experience no matter what device you're on without limitation. But then Apple would have to give up its 30% cut.